So Machni Yehuda started like uh, most of the good things that started on the way, by the way, not in purpose. And it was um, when the Salachis lady, which are the farmers that came from around Jerusalem to sell the products in the old city, they, it was a long way. So they started to stop on the way. Machni Yehuda Market is based uh, on a road in between Agrippas and Jaffa, which Jaffa obviously is the road that leads to Jaffa Gate. And they used to stop there on their way just to relax a bit, just to refresh themselves. And they started to sell their products on the street. And along this time, uh, what started to appear is the neighborhood that started to be created. It's called Machni Yehuda. And they started to build around this territory and exactly on the way that this old lady used to sell their shops and their products, uh, not on the shops, on the street, sorry, that was the right time uh, to start to create the market. The people that used to live in this neighborhood, in this territory, started to create a business after business. And they just by accident started to what happened as, as, as by accident has started to be replicated and to be adopted as well. And a lot of other families started to sell products. And until today, the relationship between the farmers that still live around uh, of Jerusalem, they still bring their products to this market. So it goes along back in history. And this market wasn't an existent market uh, before 140 so years ago. And, of course, we do have evidence from the Ottomanian period that this market was still existed. Everything was, like, on the floor. No one was paying really attention because most of the people used to shop still in the old city. But when the British arrived to the country, 1920, 1922, they declared this market as an existed market. And it was Lord Ashby, the first, that registered this market as an existed market. And... We are so happy to have this opportunity to self, to celebrate now the 100 year celebration. And there's a lot so, of great there's a lot of great markets, uh, fruit and vegetable markets, produce markets in Israel. But there's nothing like Machne Hur. It really is special. Uh, so, what's the ethnic makeup of most of the storeholders today? Then I know there's a lot of Kurdish and Iraqi uh, families there that continue to have stalls there. Yeah, it's, I think it's it's the melting it's the huge melting pot that we have in Israel in general, uh, and still also here in the market. The market is, above everything, is about the people. It's about the people and the family that created 100 years ago this market, and they are still in this market. In this market today, we still have three and four generations that continuing their souls, uh, which is something which is very rare to get. Same as all around, uh, not just all around the country, just even outside of, of, of this country, all around the world. Um, this is one, one, one of the surprising things that we can see how generations still continue. Um, and today, in the market, we do have the Iraqi and the Kurdish and the Persian and all the immigrants that arrived to Israel and created this, this, this market. They also created a very valuable market. This is the biggest market today that we have in Israel. This is the, one of the top markets in the world, and I'm so proud to say it, that to know that uh, 
We are among the five goods in the world. Guardian located us as the third good market in the world. And we are honored for that. But with the honor comes a lot of responsibility. The first thing that we are facing is how we can preserve this market, how we can keep it authentic. Uh, because the main thing in this market and in all other markets in the world is it's, it's the vegetables. It's the simplicity, it's the authentic of the market. And of course, today we have new different life in the market, which is beautiful and amazing. A lot of chefs arrived to this territory. This trend started about 20 years ago, I believe, when Asaf Granit, yes. the famous uh, chef, opened his restaurant called, called also Machni Huda. And that started a trend of uh, top-class restaurants opening throughout the market, followed by bars and... Of course, I, w- I, was, I was a part of it. I was the first one that started the culinary store in Israel, not just in Machne, who the market. I opened my atelier and I based it as, 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 as a base for a chef. Inside, in the heart of the market, I was the first one to do it. 15 years ago, I arrived to the market and I was alone there. And then we started to see Asaf Gornet is coming and Uri and Uri Navon and, and Avi Levy and a lot of other good chefs that started to be based around the market and inside the market uh, like us. And, 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 and I'm proud to say that I do 100% believe that market is a culinary scene. But it cannot just be a culinary scene if it's not related to the essence of fruits and vegetables and agriculture. Facing a big challenge to, to keep the authentic market, to keep the historical market, to know how to preserve it right. And this is something that we are actually discussing right now in the summit that we're having in, in Baal in Jerusalem. And it's exactly about these things, how markets in the world can protect themselves from losing it. Because it's really beautiful to know that a lot of chefs arrive and a lot of culinary scenes starts to open and the nightlife and bars and music. And we do know what it brings with it if we don't control it. And we know that the easy money comes from bar. And to be a vendor and to wake up every morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, to sell your product, it's not that something to keep on doing if you have other options. So all... All these challenges is something that we actually, literally, putting on the table right now and trying to solve it. Same as the La Bucalia market, same as the Borough market from London. We all, all, all of us here, all, all the representatives of the markets from the world that comes from for our celebration for this summit, sharing the same conflict, the same challenge, and the same issue. And on top of everything, we know that we want to preserve markets. And not just to preserve them as, as, as in a jar. We want them to be alive. So, we want them to keep being alive for more and more and more. Finally, tell us about uh, this week's celebrations marking one, the 100th anniversary of Machine Huda. I understand last night there were tens of thousands of revelers in the market. Tell us about the events this week. Oh, my God. With thousands of people in the streets. We never saw this market this way. We did a lot of celebrations in the market. But for this 100 year, we pick up the most talent uh, performance that we have in Israel. And more than that, from Jerusalem. And even more than that, 
from the neighborhood, from the territory. So everyone really, really felt a part and attached to it. We had live music everywhere. We had small shows and stories and people telling about everything. We have a beautiful, beautiful dance show of Kataman dance uh, with a performance that uh, was dancing in the main road of the market in an open truck with a lot of fruits and vegetables around them. Uh, so everything was so beautiful, wild as well, but in a good way, and celebrating the 100 years with everyone. That was the first time ever that we closed all of the Agrippa Street, which is a very long road, and it's a main road inside the city. And we were managed. It, was, it, it gave us the opportunity to have this big celebration with thousands and thousands of people. Chag machniyud ha'samech.